Hey, it's a brand new month. I've got a brand new set of goals for you. If you're a Christian and are looking for goals to help you stay close to Jesus throughout this entire month, I've got you covered. I'm going to talk about four different goals, and each one, I'm going to kind of talk through them a little bit. We're going to read some Bible verses around them, because that's what we do here on Bible reading and coffee drinking. So get your cup of coffee, get your Bible. Let's go through four goals that you can focus on the entire month to help you get closer to God. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. All right, welcome. We're back for a brand new episode of Bible Reading and Coffee Drinking. It's a brand new month, as we've been talking about, and what are we going to do? What are we going to focus on in this brand new month of March? Uh, so whether you're live here on Instagram or whether you're listening to this, maybe in April, I don't know, uh, on the podcast, uh, these sets of this set of goals is great to focus on the entire month long. So we have four goals we're going to talk about today. I'm going to go through each one. I'm going to read a Bible verse that's related to each one and talk through it a little bit and, and kind of explain why I feel this, these are good goals for a Christian to follow uh, an entire month, maybe for today, maybe for the week, uh, but certainly for the entire month. So we're going to focus on Jesus. We're going to focus on the scripture. We're going to focus on these goals. Uh, and uh, we can, these are eternal. You can use these in, in, any month, but I like to set new goals at the beginning of each month. Uh, so for each month, I have my own set of goals. I make uh, a phone wallpaper for them. I have them on my phone. So every time I turn on my phone, I kind of see these goals to help remind me uh, of what to focus on the entire month. All right, so we're going to turn into Romans first. Uh, so if you do have your Bible handy and you're following along, turn to Romans 12. Uh, but a uh, couple things before we get started. Make sure you check out the website. Livingchristian.org is my website. You can listen to all of these previous episodes. Watch them if you want to. I've got a Bible verse list. I've got uh, you know kind of some blogs. I've got uh, a whole store there. I got a lot of resources to help you uh, kind of live Christian or stay focused on your faith all week long. And while you're there, subscribe to my newsletter. I send out one email a week. That's it. Usually on Wednesday mornings, uh, one email a week with some encouragement, a Bible verse, and sometimes some special offers on some stuff that we do podcast-wise, store-wise, all that stuff. So uh, sign up for the newsletter while you're there at livingchristian.org. All right, let's have a sip of coffee, and I'm going to dive into the first goal that uh, I hope uh, you guys can help me with and we can all focus on in the month of March. Let me get my glasses ready, and because as you guys know, my longtime followers, I can't see squat anymore, so I got to put my old man reading glasses on so I can see. March goal, number one, let's do this. Embrace the changes that God makes. Okay, this is a big one. This is a challenge for a lot of us, including myself. God makes changes in our life constantly. God changes us, changes our heart, changes our circumstances, changes the people around us, changes all the time. And how do we embrace those changes that God makes? It's challenging. Sometimes it's very hard to trust God with those changes in our lives. Sometimes it's hard to let go 
and, and, and feel that his changes that he's making are what's good for us. We look too much in the short term and don't really understand how things work in the full season of, of our lives or the full lifetime of our lives where God is actually making changes to prepare us for what's next. And that is very challenging for us. So this month, I want you to focus on embracing the changes that God makes in your life. And we're going to read Romans 12, 2 to kind of relate to that a little bit. So let's read this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So what what uh, uh, Paul is saying here in Romans, talking about not copying and not being of this world, but let God change you. Let God transform you into this new person. And how do you do that? By letting him change the way you think. Ooh. So it's one thing for God to change our circumstance, but it's another thing to allow him to trust him to change the way we think. And if you allow God to change the way you think, then you will learn to understand and to know what God's will is for you. And a lot of people ask me and, and make statements that they're they're frustrated with their prayer life because they feel like their prayers aren't answered. Uh, in reality, I think, in my heart, I know that if your prayers align with God's will in your life, you're more likely to actually come true. So if you allow God to change your circumstances, change your situation, but more importantly, change your mindset, change your perspective on those situations, then you'll be closer to God and you'll maybe have a better understanding about what he has planned for you. Therefore, your will, your desires, your plans will uh, uh, align with God's will in a better way. So that is goal number one that we're going to focus on here in March is embracing that change that God is making in our lives and in our minds and in our perspectives. Okay. Ver, um, uh, goal two. Goal two is this. Have more patience in God's timing. As I wrote the first one, or as I wrote the second one, I really was thinking about the first one. If I can have patience with God, it will allow me to trust him more. It will allow me to trust his timing and what he's doing in my life. Uh, so that those kind of go hand in hand. Not only do you have to allow God to change you, change your mindset, change your perspective, right? But while he's changing you and changing your circumstances, you've got to have patience. God's timing, frankly, rarely aligns with our timing, okay? More... More times than not, I find myself much more in a hurry than God is, for sure. God's timing, sometimes quick, sometimes very slow, because he has a better perspective and a bigger picture uh, of, of what he wants us to do and where he wants us to go. Uh, and having patience in God's timing is tough. You can pray uh, and you can have an understanding of what God's will is in your life, but having the patience to allow it to come to fruition is a whole nother topic. Okay, so we're going to turn to Galatians 6, 9. And while we're turning there, uh, once I'm done with this episode, I will be posting it on all my social channels. But this afternoon, I'm actually going to do an Instagram post 
uh, and with these four goals laid out. And I'm also going to put it on my Instagram and Facebook stories so you can download that as well. So if you're listening to this right now and you want a, uh, an image or something to go back to reference, I promise you I'm putting them on my social media platforms later. So we're going to turn to Galatians, another one of uh, Paul's letters, uh, 6 verses, verse 9, okay? All right, uh, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. So what is Paul saying to us right now? Keep doing good, keep making good decisions, keep living a life that God is proud of. And if you keep focused on that and have patience with God, at the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. The two keys uh, that I have in my mind when I'm reading this is, I love the fact that he references at just the right time. Talking about God's timing, talking about having patience in God's timing. And the other part of it is, we'll reap the harvest of blessing. God will bless us if we don't give up. That's the hard part, right? Uh, it's one thing to trust God or to say that you trust God. And it's another thing to kind of put decision in his hands, but then kind of have faith in his timing and not give up on God. I think too many times, for me anyways, and maybe you can relate to this, uh, a lot of times I, I pray and I ask God to help me with the situation, and then, um, you know, when he doesn't do it immediately, I kind of give up on that and try to either do it myself or, or take another route, right? Um, and, and so what Paul's telling us here is, you know, don't get tired of doing what's good. That's great. But trust God's timing. He's going to bless you at the right time in his timing in terms of his plan. So don't give up on God. All right. Don't give up on God. All right. Sip of coffee and let's hit the third goal. All right. This one's less related to a individual Bible verse, but I'm challenging myself and I'm challenging you who's watching or listening to this right now to read two books of the Bible this month, okay? I know that probably sounds daunting and a lot, um, but it's really not, let's be honest. So I've got a couple I'm going to give you some suggestions, but I don't care what two books of the Bible you're going to read. I challenge you guys to have a goal to read two books of the Bible this month. Read two books of the Bible. So embrace the changes that God's making. Have patience in God's timing. And let's read two books of the Bible this month. So the two that I would suggest, especially if you're maybe new, uh, but from an ease of, of knocking it out in a month, um, in, in my mind, I have written down here Matthew and Ephesians, okay? There's, and here's the reason why I chose those two. So if you're not familiar with the Gospels, or maybe you're new to the Bible, or you're not, um, you're not reading the Bible consistently, uh, diving into the first book of the Gospels, the first book of the New Testament, and learning about Jesus's life, I think is very important. Uh, the good thing about Matthew uh, is uh, there's 28, I believe, yeah, 28 uh, chapters of Matthew. So there's Matthew 28. There's, you know, you can read one a day, and you're going to get through them in the book of March, or in the, in the book of March, in the month of March. Now, the other one I chose is Ephesians. Why did I choose Ephesians? Because there's only six. It's short. And I love Paul's letters. I love the epistles of Paul. And he writes these letters to these different churches, giving them encouragement and keep making sure that they're focused 
on Jesus and not kind of reverting back to some of the legalistic ways of the religions at the time. And I find the Ephesians is short, but very, very powerful. Uh, I love Ephesians. I kind of go back to Ephesians quite often, to be honest with you. Uh, there's a lot of good advice in there. There's a lot of good perspectives in there, and it's short and sweet. So those are the two that I suggest that you guys read. You pick the two that you want to. Matthew and Ephesians, entirely doable in one month. Read one chapter of Matthew uh, each and every day, and you'll finish by March 28th. Uh, and then if you want to weave some Ephesians in there to give you a, a little bit of different guidance or additional guidance, rather, uh, do that as well. So if you want to do uh, an Old Testament and a New Testament, that's great. If you want to start and do, uh, you know, Genesis and Matthew, do that. If you want to do Genesis and Revelation, do that, the beginning and the end, um, that whole deal. Uh, but the two easy ones, I think, especially if you're new and you don't have a consistent um, time that you spend in the in the Word every day, uh, start with Matthew and Ephesians. And my last piece of advice on that, guys, um, carve out specific time to do this each and every day. Okay. Um, if you do it willy-nilly and, and you're going to get to the end of the day and go, oh, I haven't read my Bible verse, or I haven't read my chapter of Matthew yet, or whatever that may be, and then you're going to be scrounging, and all of a sudden you're two days behind, then you're three days behind. Trust me, I know. I, I, I've done it. I've been there, okay? Uh, but pick two and, and find some uninterrupted time with the Lord in the Word, in the Bible, and in some prayer, and it, it's only going to take you 20 or 30 minutes, I promise you, max. Max 20 or 30 minutes. These are not long, okay? Uh, but do it. I do mine in the morning typically uh, because it uh, kind of gets my day started. And I can kind of get ready, eat my breakfast, get my coffee, and sit down and do some reading and have some quiet time with the Lord. So that's my schedule. And if you make it a scheduled event, if you make it a habit, uh, I promise you, you'll get into it and you're going to love it. So March goal number three, read two books of the Bible, regardless of what they are, um, find two that you like, find two that you're interested in, find two that you're curious about, and dive into them. I suggest Matthew and Ephesians, but if any of the New Testament Gospels, as well as Paul's letters, Romans, Philippians, all of them are great. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff, obviously, in the Old Testament as well, but regardless, pick your two. If you don't have a hard Bible, like I have in front of me here, uh, download the Version Bible app. It's great. Uh, I, uh, I've been to their offices. Uh, I use it consistently. Uh, I love it. Uh, so you version or just type in Bible app on your uh, app store and, uh, and uh, you can find that. It's free and you can uh, dive through the different translations as you want. All right, sip of coffee and let's hit the fourth goal for this month. And this one I'm going to relay back in the beginning of Luke. Okay. So if you have your Bible, turn to Luke. Uh, one, actually, and we'll get into the fourth uh, goal for March. So what is that? So the first one is going to be embrace the changes that God is making in our lives. The second is we need to have more patience with God's timing and more patience with God in general. The third is read two books of the Bible in this month. All right, find two that you're interested in, find two you're like, dive in. I'm diving into Matthew and Ephesians. You pick yours. James is great. Romans is great. I love, I love to go back to Genesis. Uh, I love uh, Job and Daniel and some of the prophetic books back there. I love them. But you pick yours, dive in, stay consistent with it. The last one is a little bit more of a, a broad uh, goal. And the reason why I'm putting it in the, here is um, I look around. 
I, I don't watch the news uh, as much as I used to. I don't get wrapped up too much um, in what's happening in the world, but it is a hot mess out there right now. Okay, let's just be honest. Uh, this world's been a hot mess for a long time, but um, I would say right now I feel more unsettled uh, than I have in a long time. Um, so I want to, I want you to join me in praying for peace in the world every single day. So part of your daily prayer life, uh, I want you to pray for peace, uh, whether it is peace in your neighborhood, peace in your state or in your country, or peace in the world. Uh, pray for God's peace and the peace of Jesus to live in everyone's heart in the world. We, we need to get past these wars that are going on all over the world. Of course, we know what's going on in Israel and Gaza. Of course, we know what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, but there's a lot of other conflicts and war and turmoil in the rest of the world as well. And even in our own areas where we live, there's a lot of uh, chaos and not peace, okay? Uh, I, I watch the news, and, and we live in a, a safe little area here, uh, at least I think, but you know some of these places in my country are chaotic, uh, with shootings and violence and, and theft, and, and there's not peace out in the world, okay? So I want you guys to pray for peace every single day. I don't know, I, I don't know for me whether I'm going to pray for world peace every day or pick a, pick a something, pick one part of this non-peaceful world to talk about. I don't know. But I want to make sure that peace is something that we include in prayer every single day. So let's turn to Luke 1, uh, verse 78. And 79, and read those real quick. It says this, Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us. To give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to a path of peace. What is Luke telling us right now? Because God is so great, and he's so merciful, and he's so forgiving, he is going to shine a light from heaven. And it's going to break upon us. He will make the darkness uh, be shown light. He will make sin go away. He will. Jesus has the power to be the light of the world and to bring peace to the darkness. So he want, we want we need to pray that those who sit in the darkness, those people that are doing evil in this world, those people that are living in sin in this world, those people who are being controlled by the devil each and every day that are living in darkness and in the shadow of death. And we all know those people, whether that's good or bad. Frankly, a little bit more than likely we are too, okay? We all live a sinful life, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're sitting in darkness, okay? But you know that there are people in this world that just don't know Jesus, that the devil has a hold of, they're making the wrong decisions, they're causing hurt and pain across our communities, and our, our countries, and our world. And I want to pray that one day God's tender mercy shines a light on them and shows them what it means to have Jesus in their lives. And what, what will that do, according to Luke? Guide us to a path of peace. There is not going to be peace in this world until everybody causing this chaos and causing hurt and pain knows Jesus. We live in a fallen, ugly 
world that we live in, and when people don't have Jesus, and when people don't have that Holy Spirit in their hearts, guiding them with that Christian moral compass that we get when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, this is what is wrong with the world. And one day I pray that God's mercy and God's blessing will shine on each and every one of those people and show them that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, that Jesus is the way to the light. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light in the darkness. Okay? And if you accept Jesus and you accept that light in your life, there will be peace. I promise you. All right, so those are our four goals that we're going to focus on in March. Excuse me. And uh, so once again, I'm going to post this, obviously, on the podcast, on YouTube, on my social channels. But I'm going to post a graphic later as well as a phone wallpaper you can download uh, and save, screenshot and save if you want to, uh, for your phone to kind of review these goals all month long. All right. So uh, if you're new here, maybe you're not, this is the time of the of the episode where I'll take a few questions. So if you have any questions, if you're live here with me on Instagram and you have a question related to the goals or anything, whether it's me or about anybody else, put them in the on the bottom of your screen. There should be a plus sign and a question mark uh, and drop your question there. While you're there also, there's a heart. You can uh, donate uh, what we call badges here on Instagram, and that donates to the ministry. But most importantly, make sure you hit that <clears throat> question mark, and uh, I'll take a few questions in just a second. All right, sip of coffee, and let's answer a few questions. Um, so if you're live with me, put your question on the bottom. If you're not live and you're listening to this or watching this afterwards, just sit back, and I'll answer a few questions. All right, <clears throat> let's. Uh, as I like to do, as you guys know the drill, I like to take the first question, regardless of how hard it is. Uh, how do you discern you're listening to the right answer or God's will? How do you discern you're listening to the right answer or God's will? God's will is the right answer, Stevie. Okay, that is the answer. So the question should be, frankly, I'm rephrasing a little bit. How do you discern, how do you know whether you're listening to your voice or God's voice? How do you know what you're hearing, right? Uh, is, 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 is God telling you what to do or your own selfish desires or goals or focus? The way I think about it is this. If, if it's something that's in my heart, in my dreams, in my thoughts, and if it is uh, going to help me, help bring me closer to God or help bring somebody else closer to God, that, in my mind, is God's voice. If it's something that is purely for my own gain, purely for my own kind of worldly desires, it's probably not God, okay? That's the way I think about these things. Uh, so maybe that helps a little bit. Uh, and sometimes those things are hard to know until after the fact, just to be honest with you guys. <clears throat> there are many times that you don't know that it's God's will until after the fact. Let's say you're praying for a job uh, and you have an interview and you're like, I don't know, God, if you know, if you want me to have this job, give me this job. And you're like, is it me? Am I, is it because I want this new job or is it because God wants me to have this new job? If God is pushing you, if he's putting that dream in your heart, there's a reason for it. And most times I find when I look back, um, on a job I've taken. I'm using that as, a, as an example. Uh, and maybe I was able to talk to somebody about Jesus or help them get closer to God. Then I'm like, ah, oh, that's why I'm here. So sometimes it's hard, but if it lines up with God's will, then it's certainly God's voice, okay? But if it's something that's 
like it's just going to benefit you like hey i want to win the lottery or whatever if it's selfish then uh, be wary of some of those things that are going to pull you away from god okay let's see what other question that we have um uh, so grateful for your daily devotionals. I send them to all my loved ones. Thanks. I appreciate that. So if you're not, if you are on Instagram and maybe you're on one of my other platforms, but if you're on Instagram, I do a daily devotional every morning. Uh, so go to my page and uh, there's a little link up top and you can follow along. I just do those every morning. They're fun. Um, all right. What to do if you've sinned and feel very discouraged and shameful about what you did. Uh, I will not put your name in there cause not everybody wants me to put their name on there. So, uh, um, what do you do? Uh, you pray. Okay. We've all sinned. Uh, we all sin pretty much every day. Um, and, and, and regardless of if you feel guilty about that sin or how egregious that sin is, right? Um, God is there to forgive you. Uh, and God is there to show you a better way. Right? So uh, pray. Uh, ask God for forgiveness, uh, um, surrender to his will, surrender to his plan, and he will help you avoid those sins in the future. Remember, prayer is um, more about God than it is about you. Uh, he looks at all of us and realizes that we sin. Um, and he looks at all of us and realizes that many, many times we make the wrong decisions. Okay, And so regardless of how egregious that is, there's different degrees and different levels, uh, we'll call them, but uh, regardless of whether you're ashamed of it, hopefully you are a little bit ashamed of your sin, regardless of how bad it is, go to God, ask for, get for forgiveness, and ask Him to help change your mindset, change your perspective, to help you avoid those things in the future. It goes back to my goals, embrace the changes, have more patience with uh, God's timing. Like You've got to put it in His hands. Uh, he will help you avoid that sin in the future. It's much more about avoiding the next time and asking for forgiveness for the previous time than it is about anything else. So regardless, I'm talking directly to you who asked this question. Um, if you're ashamed of what you've done, uh, if you look back at your past, um, the devil wants you to look back at your past. God wants you to look ahead. So pray to God, ask for forgiveness, and ask for guidance on how you can avoid that in the future. But don't harp on it. Uh, the devil wants you to feel guilty. The devil wants you to feel ashamed. God wants you to be clean. God wants you to feel the, feel the light that he's shining on you. God wants you to focus on your journey to join him and not your previous past mistakes, okay? One more quick question, and then we'll, uh, we'll get out of here for the weekend, okay? Uh, let's see what we got. Um, why are world leaders not following the word? Um, well, I can't speak for all of them, uh, obviously. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. I will say this, world governments, world leaders, people of, in power typically get into those positions um, because uh, of many sacrifices and uh, desires and uh, power struggles. They want to be in that position. Very, 
there's not a whole lot of world leaders, quote unquote, that are reluctant or, or servant leaders. Um, most of them uh, have some sort of desire to be in that position and desire to uh, be in a position of power. But God said it was going to be like this. Jesus talked about the separation and, and kind of the focus. Uh, can a world leader uh, lead effectively uh, by leading with their faith? 100%. Of course they can. They should. Uh, and I think we get glimpses of that sometimes, to be honest with you. Uh, we get glimpses of that, um, but uh, not all the time. Uh, not all the time. I do think God uses the people that he puts in power for particular reasons, okay? Uh, and the Bible talks about that, to be honest with you. Uh, the Bible talks about uh, God putting people in positions of power for a purpose. Uh, so I do feel that's the case. So there are times, plenty of times, that world leaders, presidents, dignitaries, whatever, uh, that are used by God, even if, when they don't realize it, if that makes sense. Um, so you never know. So trust God with whoever's in uh, in charge, so to speak, or who your world leader is, regardless of what country you're in. Uh, trust that God's got a bigger plan, even though we don't understand it sometimes. I live in the United States, and it's very challenging sometimes to look back at our presidents that we've had, um, and, and and people in power, Congress people, etc., and uh, understand what how God used them uh, for a particular purpose. But He does, uh, and I think just like we talked about earlier. Uh, with uh, our will, our prayer aligning with God's will. Sometimes we don't know about it and can't figure it out for a ways afterwards. Um, so I'm always praying for our president, regardless of whether I voted for that individual or not. Uh, I, I, I want uh, them to succeed. Uh, I, di I disagree with almost uh, everyone. Uh, to be honest with you, but I try to lead my uh, I try to lead my perspective on those things uh, in the Word and in the Bible, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully, uh, you know, they can see the light in the darkness as we talked about in Luke today. All right. Hopefully God can show these people, these world leaders, uh, the light and they know Jesus uh, and they can help make decisions based on that knowledge and that relationship that they have. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. Answer your question. That was a long, long answer. I apologize. Sip of coffee and let's uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together today. Thank you so much for having us on your wake-up list today, God. I think being on your wake-up list each and every morning, much less in a brand new month, um, is kind of unrealized blessing that you bestow on all of us every single month. Not everybody is so lucky, but I want to thank you right now for allowing me and everybody watching and listening to this to be on your wake-up list for this brand new month. I'm also going to ask you to give us the guidance and the strength and the knowledge to stick with these goals that we talked about today, Lord. Stick with these goals so we can have a better and closer relationship with you, and we can do your will here on this earth, Lord. It's hard. This world distracts us constantly. We have everything in our lives pulling us away from you and things like these goals. So, Lord, I pray that each person watching and listening to this today spends quiet time with you each morning, diving into their Bible, and focusing on good Christian goals to get them through the entire month, regardless of whether the ones we went over today or the another set that they may have on their own. I'm praying that you help us get through this and stay 
focused. We love you and we trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Look for the goals. I'm going to go ahead and post them on my social channels. So take a look at them. Uh, love you guys. See you guys on Monday. Until next time, keep Jesus on your heart and forever on your mind. Talk to you all later.